Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Sup, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. Welcome to another episode of Powerful Nonsense, the Millennial Podcast. <sighs> so, I just wanted to... The big side. Just... You're taking like a Zen sign. I've just like yeah. necked my whole cup of coffee. So <laughs> this could be an interesting episode. <laughs> if you are joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. I am Jem Yodis. And this is Powerful Nonsense. So today we're going we're, we're gonna to rally behind the millennials, which is ironic, really, given some of the stuff we were talking about in last week's episode. But we're going to rally behind the millennials this week, as we always do. But we've got your a, back. We're, 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 we're saying enough is enough. We enough can't, we is can't enough. take the abuse any longer. Stop with the millennial bashing. That's the theme Millennials of this have souls too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of this episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about essentially whether or not millennials really are hardworking, whether or not, you know, this is, whether or not they are entitled, and also, which seems to be a common theme that's coming up lately um and also we're going to be talking about whether or not actually millennials are going to be all that happy in a few years time ending on a nice positive note as i do. mean that's why that's why the big sigh was there at the beginning oh, it was just, like uh, this is going to be some home truths on this one i think um but before we get into all that let's get into the quote of the week So this quote comes from Catherine Minshew. Minshew. I hope I pronounced that right. She is actually the CEO of a career development platform, The Muse. Um, lovely. What, 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 what? No, this is lovely. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> the quote is, <clears throat> Millennials can be very hardworking, but it's easier to tell the story of the ones who are entitled this kind of goes back to what I was saying like on last week's episode I think obviously articles are always looking for like the edges and I guess that's just news for you they're going to look for where people are doing amazing to the extreme and look where people are doing terrible to the extreme and I think a lot of the time especially in the millennial spectrum I think like I think they can't wait for like millennial gets run over on a zebra crossing or something like <laughs> Because <laughs> he walked without looking. Yeah, exactly. Millennial's <laughs> so entitled he didn't think he needed to look. And then you've just got <laughs> And then he's like he's just like wheel he's, he's in the wheelchair on the on the zebra crossing and he's looking all sad and forlorn. He's got long hair and a beard and he's like opening his hands like no money. Like I'm, I'm just broke and he's all fat. <laughs> And I feel like, th- like the minute they see holding that, holding an avocado, yeah, holding an avocado, just like licking the seed out of it or something. And I feel like that's what they, 
They just love that sort of stuff. <laughs> as soon as they see that, they're like, let's go for it. This is the story. Let's lead with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sad thing is it's so true, though, right? <laughs> I feel like millennials as a generation are being so demonized for being entitled. And, and I, so, so I had a conversation with... Uh, in fact, no. Let's... I, love, I love how most of your 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 whole talks always start with. I had a conversation with. It's like you just go up to people and just start talking <laughs> out of nowhere. Do you know what? Maybe I maybe I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> the maybe. thing is, the thing is, I just imagine you like just walking up to someone, just starting a conversation. Like I had a conversation with someone. <laughs> it always seems like you're talking to them, and then <laughs> I, I'm I'm that really annoying person in the street. That when you, just, when the, you're on the train with I your got, headphones I got my on, clipboard. He, he, or you're, you're on the train with your headphones on, and Wayne just taps you on the leg, like a little tap on the leg. <laughs> He's like, got something to say. Listen to this one. And they're like, who the fuck's this guy? Would you like to have a conversation? <laughs> All these conversations you're having. Surprised you haven't lost your voice. Oh, dear. Anyway, that conversation. So, no, I'm going to come back to that conversation okay. in a minute. Uh, but there was another conversation. But there was... A... <laughs> so, so, basically, there was this article uh, on, on Forbes, which is what has inspired this episode, which was basically just saying, like, actually... It's not that millennials are entitled. It's just that they have different values. The one of the main things that they were that they were talking about was, you know, the whole uh, learning to earn and earning to learn mm. uh, dichotomy, which is this. I it's one of the things that we used to say really in the early days of the podcast with the, like internships and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, is, is like when we go to a job now, we don't want, and I think we talked about this the other week, we don't want a job where we show up, we do, we just do labor and then we leave and get handed a handful of cash. Like that's not what we want. We sure we, we want the, the quote compensation for our time, but actually what's more important to us is actually that we are developing as we're working. And, and I think there's so much about jobs that are not focusing on that now because it's seen as entitled, like, you should be great. It's almost like, you should be grateful that you have a job. Um, this is your life now. Uh, and you'll stay here until we decide that we want to promote you. And then you can learn. And, uh, and, and it's kind of that, that complete out of whackness of, of values that's coming from employers to employees. And the other thing, and this was where the conversation comes in, is millennials, and I don't know if this is just the way that we've been pressurized as we've grown up into to be high achievers, but, but we really do put so much value on our time. It is unreal. And I was having a conversation uh, the other day and it was, see, I was having a conversation the other day and it was about, um, you know, it was about a, an individual and their work ethic. And it was just kind of saying, you know, well, they're, they're so protective of their time. And I said, well, yeah, because that's all the only thing they can be protective of, because it's the only thing they have actual power over is how they spend their time, because you don't have that power over them. Because so long as they do the hours that were previously agreed, they are fulfilling what they agreed to. Just because you have an expectation that they should be working more hours doesn't mean that they buy into that expectation. Because they agreed to something, you are the one that are 
ironically, being entitled. There's two types of millennials. There's the millennials who are kind of working with the old sort of system of authoritarian, just kind of listen to what they are told, work longer if they're asked to. And then you've got the other ones who are kind of like, okay, I've seen, actually, I should have meaning in my work. And so they're not as willing to... Um, to, to kind of go in and like, I know people who will like work for us and then after a week or two and if it was a bit of hard work, actually, I don't want to do it. And I think that's because they have got sort of like the, the comfort blanket as well of, okay, if you live with a parent or something, you've got no responsibilities, then it's just as easy just to walk away from someone and say, actually, no, nah, I don't want to do it. So I think it's obviously the whole attitude of a millennial is very gray, but on the whole, I mean, I see a lot of my friends who are super hard work and actually do a lot more than they have to really in their work. Then also, I've also seen the other side of people who are like, well, I'm not going to take much responsibility. If work gets hard, I'll just leave anyway. And so, again, like we said, like often you focus on those use cases where people are like, nah, well, I can't, I can't pay my rent or I can't, I can't afford to move out, so I'm just never going to... And if oh, the job's going to be rubbish, kind of like, I guess it's that whole pessimist optimist of a millennial Really? Well, I, well, I think because I, I, I think sadly, the person uh, personally, you might completely disagree with me as an employer as well. Mm. Um, but I just think that actually the problem with this millennial entitlement thing is actually, and I kind of touched on it a minute ago, is actually the opposite problem. Really, it's for me from my perspective, it appears to be that the employers are the ones that expect too much from the workers and in turn, because they, we now make up the majority of the workforce, millennials. And because there's been this, this, this dynamic change in the last 10 years from essentially we own you to shit, you, we don't own you, there's, there's basically this tug of war going on and, and I really do recommend, we'll, we'll link to it, this, this article from Forbes, because some of the things that they really point out are really, really interesting. Like, this idea that if a millennial wants to work from home, that they don't, that basically it means that they don't want to work. Uh, funnily enough, um, I've been working from home this week. And uh, my, uh, my landlord popped over, well, my landlord's wife popped over, and um, she she was just kind of just wanted to check on the property and do stuff. And I was sat at the dining room table with my with my Mac open. And um, she said, oh, I thought you'd be at work today. I said, no, I'm working from home. And she said, well, I thought she said, do you generally work from home? And I was like, no, no, it's, you know, every now and then it just becomes necessary because of certain things going on at the office. So every now and then and she said, no, no, not generally genuinely <laughs> and I, I was like sorry <laughs> she was like do you genuinely work from home yeah. she was like because because I know people that work from home that don't work from home they're, they're out in the garden and I'm like I'm sat here my screen in front of me and just because I'm working from home I was like actually <laughs> And it, it might sound like it got my back up, but it didn't actually too much because I completely understood what she was saying. But I was like, well, actually, I think I work far more efficiently at home. Hmm. And, and, and actually, that's, I would rather work from home more often because actually 
my setup means that I can work much more efficiently and it's less of a waste I, of time. I think that's just your character, though. I generally think that most people who say, I want to work from home or I'm working from home today, are like, this is my break because I've been in the office from bloody Maybe. seven till seven. I reckon Maybe, if you get yeah. a bloody analysis of how hard people work from home because i would be the same i'd be like i remember when i used to edit for my company i used to work for if they're like you can edit from home i still get the work done which is number one like if you're a good person you're going to do your work but then you're not you'll just crack you'll become even more efficient than when you're in the office because you've got no one distracting you right stuff like that so i do think you can get it done quicker but i would probably say that actually probably most people aren't actually working like they're not working the whole day but they're going to get the work done so yeah, maybe, maybe. I think it, I think there's there's an element of both. I'm pretty sure you, if you cracked it out and you're like, okay, I'm getting paid for eight hours of being here. I'm pretty sure you probably like, I'll probably cracked this out in free, and that'll do. <laughs> there's an element of that, but but I also think that because what I thought was, well, this shit that would normally take me like ages, I can get done in like. And then my thinking was, well, shit. Now that I'm like several hours ahead, I can actually get ahead. So when I'm next in the office, I don't have to work as hard. <laughs> So it kind of, it does kind of balance out at the same time, right? Yeah, I just think obviously millennials who are in like nine to five, the system doesn't work for like their attitudes. And so obviously they're going to find ways around it. And I think like being entitled, like wanting a career you like or has meaning, I think just you've got to be willing to like put in your work before you have those entitlements like of, okay, you can work from home. You've got to be trustable or um, are you so good at your job that actually they don't care? They want to make sure you can work from wherever you want. Like I have a friend who literally, because he's so good at what he does, he can have massive flexibility and be like, I'm working from home this evening or tomorrow I'm not coming in until 12. And I think that's because he's kind of proven value. So I think I think it depends on what spectrum of the millennials or where they are in their career on how entitled they're allowed to be. Because I think a lot of the time if you kind of like come in and then you're like, after a few weeks, you're like, oh, well, I want to, work from home or this job doesn't have enough meaning to it. It's like, well, you've chose to have this job initially, so find meaning or work your way up. Like they had like documentaries where they had like the unemployed kind of going into um, like any old job, you know, they're like, oh, well, uh, the foreigners are stealing our jobs. And it's like, okay, well, go to work, prove that you could be a hard worker. I know it's getting kind of like political, but I think sometimes it's all down to attitude of people. And I oh, think, for sure. And I think like, but I, but I also think that by the, that same token, m- <laughs> millennials that are hardworking should not be painted with the millennial brush yeah. of the millennials that are lazy. Because guess what? There are a fuck ton of Gen Xers that are lazy bastards yeah, as well. Yeah, and I agree. And, I, and I'm pro- it's probably exactly the same. And so I just think that obviously people just put everyone into a, like a, a kind of group or a tick box and say, okay, well, that's what they're all like. Whereas, yeah, I, I know a lot of my friends are bloody hardworking. If anything, I'm like, bloody hell, you work ridiculous hours for not as good pay as you probably deserve that's mm-hmm. the majority of the cases but then i think like obviously i don't know there's always good and bad in each generation of, of, of course where you is. focus i i i think that the point of this article is really like uh, what, essentially what i just said can don't we stop everybody with can the we same stop tarring everyone because yes there are millennials out there that that i mean you only have to freaking look at you know what <laughs> months ago when we talked about that youtuber that yeah. went, oh, can I stay in your hotel for free and I'll, I'll vlog about it. You know, that is entitlement, sure. Yeah. And that is, to a degree, laziness. Yeah. Like, but just because you've got one person that, <laughs> you know, you had, you've had one worker that works for you and suddenly so you're like, oh, these millennials. Yeah. It's like, well, actually, no. It's just our values are different. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And, and one of the things this article points out, uh, which I actually thought, yeah, too freaking right, was that it was that... <laughs> 
<laughs> that for millennials, having fun isn't a career goal. Putting a foosball table in your freaking office does not suddenly make you a good employer and suddenly make it a good place to work. We know that most people are unsatisfied at work. So these things are just kind of like a little pat on the back. And obviously, like you say, like most people, when they're in a company and get taken on a away day, they're like, oh, they just want us to do this so that we all feel happy and we talk to each other. Whereas most of the time, we literally and, cannot and wait to get And how many times home. do you hear people that have that work for companies have been on away days and they're like, I'm going to have so much fucking work to do when I get back into the office. Yeah, exactly. It's unreal. Yeah. They'd rather actually be in the office working. <laughs> and here we are. Trying to claim that millennials are freaking entitled and lazy bastards. Whereas millennials just want to get in and out of that job as quick as they possibly exactly. can. Exactly. Get back to the other side of life. Millennials just want to get paid a day rate to get the job done that they're supposed to get done. They don't want to be in jobs where they're they're chained to their desk because they're not supposed to leave until 6pm. Like, that's not the lifestyle we want. I remember getting in trouble because I used to have my bag ready at like 5 Minutes tea. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I in in, in my uh, job, uh, I there have been times where, you know, my <laughs> my boss slash client, however you want to look at it, has said, well, you know, like six o'clock is coming, and I'm looking at the clock because she's still asking me to do work, and I'm looking at the clock, <laughs> and she's going, well, you know, if you just just bill me for fifteen minutes more, if you stay fifteen minutes more, I'm like. Hell freaking no. I don't want to be here 15 minutes more. If we'd actually organised ourselves, I wouldn't need to be here 15 minutes more. It's not a case of the money. It's I don't want to be here at quarter past six. I want to be on the tube home. Mm-hmm. But I think this ain't just millennials. I think it's just the whole BS of like work life. It is. I think there's so many like things that people do that because they think they should do it. And it's, it's just messed up, really. I, I just think ultimately... And I know I keep banging on this drum, but ultimately it is this massive shift in priorities for the workers, right? And and the workforce. And I think there's this there's this view from the previous generation that, well, we got where we are because we worked our asses off. And I respect that and I completely agree. And I totally think, yes, we should be promoting work your freaking ass off. Mm-hmm. However, we also have to acknowledge that, sadly, working your ass off is not enough anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough anymore. Just, not, yeah. when, not when minimum wage is £7.50 um, and, and, you know, good luck, you know, having enough money to put a deposit on even a shitty flat on £7.50. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the cost of living is so freaking high compared to the wages that people are being paid now that working hard is not enough. And so therefore, what our generation have realized, and I always say it, 2008, that recession was such a pinnacle moment for our generation because we suddenly went, shit, working your ass off will never be enough. It will never guarantee you happiness. It will never guarantee you everything that was promised. People lost houses. People lost families. People lost everything during that recession. Completely everything. And also people earned a huge amount out of that recession because they were more entrepreneurial in their thinking. They didn't put all their eggs in one. Like you don't hear that as much people putting all their eggs in one basket these days. Mm-hmm. You don't. And that's partly because of zero hours contracts. That's partly because of the internet. But also I think there is that underlying 
think I was listening again, listening to a podcast on the way here and they were talking about, it was a podcast called free agents and they were talking about, um, having been on the phone to relatives and they, they were just getting an update on who, what their family members are doing. And they're like, well, uh, your uncle's a bit stressed at the minute because this time of year, every year, they have a little bit of a reshuffle, a little bit of reorganization. They let some people go. They might, they sometimes sell off divisions to other companies. So he's a little bit stressed at the minute. And then this guy was saying, fuck, I, I remember when I was in a management position and somebody used to go, there's your budget on staff, decide who you're firing. Like, <laughs> And that was, that's the reality of it. And, and that is, that is the bit that we have all come to realize about work is actually, it's no safer. It's no safer than setting up your own business. So you may as well manage your life like it's a business. And I, and, and that's, I think where the rub really is because, because millennials are going, well, hang on a second. Like, like in my instance, just cause I'm working overtime doesn't mean that, that the money is going to be enough because actually it's about the respect. It's about this. It's about that. It's like, actually, you're not considering everything outside of this, this yeah. job. Well, it goes back to that whole kind of like work um, should supplement your life, not life supplement your that's work. It. And I think that's just the whole change. And I think that's not just in the millennial generation. That's people just being like, oh, shit, I'm 50. And I've like literally sacrificed most of my life. It's it's a whole clusterfuck, really, isn't it? Let's be real. Um, and and I, uh, it's just that communication issue and, and a different change change of values. Uh, talking of which, uh, just want to touch on this before we before we wrap up. Um, so this is from CNN. Right, they've reported that uh, millennials are actually lined up at the minute to be the first generation that are less healthy and less, I think it was less healthy and less happy mm-hmm. than their parents and the generation that came before. Um, and they broke this down to, basically there are kind of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Uh-huh. Um, there are various, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Assets, assets, various assets that a person needs to kind of be happy. Um, there's emotional support, skills and qualifications in order to pursue their desired career, practical support and personal connections uh, to guide them through life. Now, I think that for the most part, because so much effort has been pumped into it, the skills and qualifications bit is covered for the most part. You think that? To a degree. I think the bit that they're worried about there, yeah, they have skills and qualifications, but obviously it it's goes the other back stuff. to the stuff we talked about last week, the kind of learning and relearning. It's kind of like they're afraid that their skills are going to become redundant very quickly. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of go into a career and then suddenly it's a very different skill set needed than the degree you've got, I think that's where there's a bit of shakiness of them knowing that actually the the kind of world of work is changing so quickly that skills can quickly become just useless. Well, yeah, there's, there's that as well. And, 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 and you know, we've talked um, since the start of the podcast that actually perhaps the wrong skills are being are being taught. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think for the most part, you could argue that, hey, look, there, there is there are means and ways out there to to cover the skills thing. Knowledge is a commodity right now. Yeah. Um, but actually what the real problem is, is, is everything else. Um, 
there's the article says that that young people entering are entering middle age without the fundamentals needed for a healthy life. They're talking about struggling with houses, uh, relationships, relationships. And I, I tell you what, I do. I'm not, I think I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I think that we have really, really fucked up because actually we put so much effort and so much focus on education and careers that like, I mean, I'm 30 next year. Yeah, you're 30 already. And I'm like... No, I'm, not. I'm in 30 in July. And I'm like, know. I still don't have my <laughs> shit together to the degree that I was told to, I should have my shit together by. And so I'm working harder. I'm having expectations that I'm going to be doing overtime and stuff. And like, where am I fitting in the time to have strong relationships with people? Because I have to work so freaking hard. So, I mean, honestly... I, I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn too much. Do you think you could much. fit a relationship into your life right now? No, I don't have fucking time. I really don't. I'm work like I'm just going to talk you through last week with me and you, right? I'm going to talk you through last week. This is the first half of last week for us, right? Well, for me, for <laughs> me, but you're part of it as well. This is Monday to Wednesday. Monday, <laughs> I get up. I go to work. I would work a full day at work. I leave work. I get on the tube. I go to drama school. I finish drama school at 10 o'clock. I leave drama school. I get on the tube, go to King's Cross. I get on the train at King's Cross and go to Kettering. I stay overnight with Jem in a hotel in Kettering. Wake up in the morning, go to a school, deliver a two or three hour workshop to some students there. I leave there. I get on the train back to London from Kettering. I go to the day job. I do half a day at the day job, finish there, go home. I do client work. I'm doing voiceover work, doing podcast production for people. I go to bed knackered. I wake up at five in the morning, Wednesday morning. I get, I get myself ready. I go on the tube to Euston, get a seven o'clock train from Euston to Northampton. I deliver four hours of workshops with Jem at the University of Northampton. I leave Northampton. I get on the train. I go to drama school. I finish drama school at 10 o'clock. I get on the tube. I go home for 11 p.m. and then I go to bed. That's Wednesday night. <laughs> Pretty intense. I'm working my ass off and I got paid for all of that except drama school, which is an investment in my time. But out of all of that, that's six hours. The drama school bit, which is the only bit of that I'm not being paid for. The only bit is six hours. I've been paid for all of that and paid, might I add, good money for that. I'm not being paid minimum wage for any of that shit. And it's still nowhere near enough. No, And I don't even live a luxurious lifestyle. I don't own my own property. I don't live by myself i'm in a fucking house share in london paying good good it's a good deal yeah. it is a good deal and bills are included in that and it's still not enough yeah what the fuck <laughs> wayne rent there sorry <laughs> yeah but but i but that's i feel like that's the picture that we really have to paint for people mm -hmm. because this whole idea that millennials are completely entitled mm. is like well of course we're fucking entitled look at what fucking hours we're working yeah plus i just don't think it, obviously they've looked at how pay hasn't gone up so people can't really manage their lives that well which is why they have to work more but it's like it's just horrible to see that actually people it's, it's even like with me like if you, my girlfriend works full time and then she finishes late it's kind of the whole then she's only got two hours or something to come home have some food and before like nine o'clock we're tired and want to go to bed or something like that so it's kind of like fitting in everything is just impossible but I just think that 
unfortunately that's why i only see entrepreneurship as the way for me because i just think that i know everybody that does like the full day of like grafting and obviously you do stuff in the evening as well you can't have a round full life no you can't unless you can kind of have some free time because most people are knackered on the weekend they'll sleep most saturday or they'll go and blow off the steam on the friday night and obviously people will say well actually the older generation been doing that forever they've worked harder they've been doing laborious jobs which are more tiring and stuff like that but yeah but they they at least had the uh, you know potential of having a house at the end of it yeah and that's one thing obviously like you said earlier maslow's hierarchy of needs i think sometimes a house is something that kind of i'm i'm a i'm obviously most people want a home i don't even yeah. i don't even care so much about owning a home i'd actually just quite like to be able to afford to live in my own place not as in own it but yeah. just rent it without having to house share yeah that'd be nice yeah which <laughs> that'd be nice yeah unfortunately i think that the only way of doing that is you have to do stuff that isn't normal you can't expect to have like a nine to five because then uh, obviously I've, I've luckily with all my friendship groups i can see like every spectrum of who does what and which one's working out like i know people that have got businesses that's flipping stressful that's constant and it has its own stresses but actually it has the maybe the potential rewards of earning decent money that you can potentially buy your own place but then you've got the other people who are working nine to five but then they also have to pay rent and then suddenly you're like, well, actually, your savings are so minimal because you've got all these outgoing that you're never going to be able to save for a deposit. And so I'm seeing all the spectrums. And also, like you say, you've got friends who have got relationships and you're like, well, actually, we well, don't... Got, let alone having time to have a relationship. I couldn't even fucking afford a relationship right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly, which is another thing. That if you've got a relationship, you're going to want to do a couple of dates a week. You want to go out on a weekend with friends, but then that means you can't do... You can't catch up on all the relaxation that you want because of this and that. And so it's a lot of stress. Obviously, there's a lot worse problems happening in life, but I just think sure, that there sure. is definitely like... There's like that. It just doesn't work, that whole system. Like... I love being busy, but again, it's busy on my terms and I'm managing to kind of balance friendships and relationships mm -hmm. and business and podcasting and talks and like stuff like that. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I think that, I don't know whether for the general worker who's probably nine to five and they're getting up in the morning at like seven, they're getting mm -hmm. home about six, seven. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to kind of do all the duties of if you do have your own place, there's bloody a whole load of keeping up, like yeah. keeping the house up kept and stuff like that. I, so. just, I just think it's very easy it's very easy to judge millennials, right, for being entitled when you own your own home, you have 10 plus thousand pounds savings in the bank account, you're looking at retirement, you've got a nice pension waiting and you're kind of looking there and you're thinking, yeah, I've worked hard and I've earned this. It's very easy when you're in that position to then look at millennials who are working their ass off and don't even have a hope of having what you have very easy to just sit and judge and be like yeah these millennials are entitled because they want to go home at bang on six o'clock yeah <laughs> well i just think that like this obviously what a fucking liberty <laughs> the sustainability of it obviously we spoke about it many times before it's not really sustainable and i think that is why millennials are getting burnt out that's why health is not their priority they just literally want to just crash out and i think the burnout of millennial lifestyle is probably going to what's going to lead to their mental health the lack of relationships is nice i know for me at the end of the day like to have someone to speak to about what's been stressful what's not what has been stressful to actually go out and have a go on a date where you can kind of like forget everything for a little while whether it's going to the cinema or again you could do that with friends as well and kind of like oh, take some time out for yourself but mm -hmm. i just think that a lot of the time millennials i haven't got enough money to do all the socializing because they want to save 
they haven't got the time for a relationship like you say so it's kind of quick flings with no meaning Mm -hmm. and so it just feels like it's kind of like a storm that's brewing and i think unless something changes i think obviously millennials are going to become like the most sort of (laughs) like generation who have the worst sort of outcomes whether it's bad health bad mental health bad relationships overworked burnt out stressed and so and like you say the demands are just there people are expecting them now and so and then i also think that because we're aware of what the alternative is potentially being like okay go start your own business that also is a psychological stress is like well am i am i to blame for the fact that Mm -hmm. I'm in this situation because I'm not taking risk or I've not tried to be a get into business and stuff like that. So I think it's tough. And I think that's why I have some friends who are hesitant to even get into the whole nine to five life because they think, well, once I'm in, I'm in and that's it now. I'm going to be stuck and I'm on yeah. the, I'm on the wheel. And that's why a lot of people hold back because they're like, I don't want to be on the wheel, but it seems like it's my only choice. Yeah. So yeah, it's a tough one. It is. It is. And uh, I mean, we, we're running long, so we need to wrap up, but I don't want to, come across as all first world problems particularly given my career choice right nobody's nobody has told me that is what i have to do it is the choices that i have made that have got me there however i also look at people that haven't made that choice Mm -hmm. and are actually worse off than i am i'm in a career choice where i i accepted i will probably never own a home but that was because of my career choice not because not because the system doesn't work, but I know people that have made career choices, which for all intents and purposes, they should be able to buy a house and they still can't buy a house. So of course they're freaking entitled. And of course we're unhappy. Go get out of London and hopefully find some jobs somewhere. But how ridiculous is that? <laughs> yeah. Because none of the, none of the, well, I mean, I'm talking in very general terms here, but the way that this, this country in particular is structured, the opportunities aren't out there outside of London. So of course you've got to come to London. We'll go back to our episode of, hey, let's give some millennials some money. <laughs> well, no. Well, let's not open that kind of words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... Doom and gloom for can millennials. This, I mean, we're preaching to the choir, right? Because this is a millennial podcast. But can we please just get the message out there that actually we do work hard. And to anyone that says otherwise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's how I'm ending it. I'm singing it there. There you go. Explicit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so explicit about 10 minutes ago. True. <laughs> Got on my rant, bottom, rant box again. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of millennials out there that actually are like, actually, no, it's worked for me. I've worked from 16 in a career I've built up and I've ended up going on and got hired in my company because I know people have done it. It's not impossible. It's just that it's unlikely. It's very low percentage of people mm. who can actually do it. And I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we were talking about last week about 53% of millennials thinking that they're going to be millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. About 2% of millennials think they'll own a house. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, if you have any thoughts on this, please do share them. Um, I'd actually really like that. I'm seeing a lot of backlash on social media about this anti-millennial movement. It's really starting to... And, and and I'd like to have that conversation publicly. So uh, at PN underscore podcast on the old Twitter, let us know what you think. Um, or send us an email. I'm Wayne at PowerfulNonsense.com. He's Gem at PowerfulNonsense.com, spelled C-E-M. Um, and also leave us a nice shiny review on iTunes. Five stars or more would be greatly appreciated. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in and listening to my rant bombs. That was again. a lot of rant. Sorry, sorry. I High rant levels. I just, got, I just got passionate. I just got passionate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
You've just um, been overworked and stressed. Yeah, that's it. I'm just, this I'm overworked no and stressed. His hierarchy of needs <laughs> does not exist. <laughs> it's all that stress of working from home. Mm. <laughs> uh, so thanks very much for tuning in, guys, and we will catch you next time. See you later. Bye.